Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Ken Brannan, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is U-Turn. Lent is a season when we can respond to Christ's love by turning and returning to God. Join us in this renewal process and become part of God's holy work in the world. 1 John 1, 8-9 puts it this way, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. A reading from the Gospel according to John, chapter 17, verses 1 through 11. After Jesus had spoken to the disciples at the Last Supper, he looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, so that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him authority over all people to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. So now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had in your presence before the world existed. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me I have given to them, and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. Here ends the reading. Today is Monday, Thursday, the first of the great three days often referred to as the Triduum. If Lent was preparation for the Passion of Jesus Christ on Good Friday and the power of the Resurrection on Easter Day, then today is the beginning of the descent into hell. Our Lenten practices have led us to this moment, open and purified for what the Holy Spirit will reveal to us this time around the liturgical calendar. According to St. John the Evangelist, Jesus knows exactly what is about to unfold. After sharing an intimate supper with his closest disciples, during which he washes their feet as an act of humble love, he lifts his eyes to heaven and prays. Yes, his prayer is between him and God, but it is also recorded in John for the sake of the disciples and the church that follows. It is a public prayer to help us understand the mind of Jesus and his relationship with the Father. His prayer makes it clear, what is about to happen in the crucifixion is not a mistake. It's not an accident. God has chosen to glorify Jesus and his followers precisely through the agony of the cross. As Jesus' body is destroyed, the glory of God and the resurrection becomes that much more pronounced. Nothing can squelch the radiance of God's glory, not even a devastating death. It reminds me of the time when Elijah was competing with the false prophets to demonstrate that there is only one true God. The false prophets were unable to create a fire no matter how hard they tried. But Elijah, calling upon fire from heaven, ignites the wood and everything around it, even after the wood is soaked with water. 
As Mary declared after Gabriel appeared, all things are possible with God. While Jesus' ministry is on behalf of the whole world, in this prayer, Jesus makes it clear that he loves his disciples specifically and deeply. He asks God to protect them from the danger that is to come. As much as he was aligned with the purposes of God, it must have been devastating for Jesus to leave the ones he loved so much. Jesus needed his disciples to know that they were not being abandoned, that they would be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit and protected under the shadow of the Almighty, even if their bodies were eventually broken. From this intimate supper, Jesus and his disciples will go into the Garden of Gethsemane singing a song together. The disciples think they know what is about to unfold, a fight with the Romans finally, but they have no idea. After Jesus' death and resurrection, it takes time for them to realize that Jesus meant what he said. The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. For this one moment, ignorance is bliss. I invite you into the deep mystery of the next three days. Process it with your minds, yes, but don't neglect what your heart and body have to share with you. God created us, our whole being, and declares our bodies good. Having observed a holy Lent, there's a way in which our bodies intuitively understand the passion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Just as Jesus prays, it is in our bodies that God will be glorified, even if they die. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, in your tender love for the human race, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our nature and to suffer death upon the cross, giving us the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may walk in the way of his suffering and also share in his resurrection. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen.